Hello, my friend, and thank you so much for tuning into the URC space today. We are where we are unboxing our lives one blank space at a time. It's Nash here, your favorite podcaster. And today, as promised, we are going to be talking and diving into our eating behaviors and the different relationships that we tend to have with food with the help of this episode's very special guests. Today with me on the show, I'm really excited to have my first guest of not just the season, but of the show in general. And he is an associate professor at James Madison University, where he serves as the program director of the Dietetics Graduate Program. He is a credentialized registered dietitian and using interprofessional team approach to research, he and his team study different nutrition interventions and exercise modalities to help individuals prevent and treat chronic diseases and to improve their health-related quality of life. He and his team also examine various nutrition manipulations to improve athletic performance. And I'm so glad to call him friend, brother, and to have him as my first guest this season on the show. Please help me welcome Dr. Dr. Doctor. Dr. Akers here. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Nash. Uh, appreciate the wonderful inter- introduction. Looking forward to uh, unboxing items with you this afternoon. Yeah, I'm really excited about this conversation and uh, we're so glad to have you here on the show. And before we get into all of the the, the nitty gritty of what, of what our, our meat of our conversation is going to be, can you just share with us a little bit about what got you into this field and, and why you've been intentional with dedicating your life to the realm of dietetics? Yeah, so, you know, in, in college, you're always... You know, I always have those crossroads of which direction you can go and, you know, we can get into, you know, the directions that I wanted to go or I was planning on going. But uh, I think when it came down to it, uh, at that point in my life, uh, I really understood, you know, how much I enjoyed physical activity. I enjoyed, you know, the competitiveness of, of lifting and also, you know, the how important like nutrition and meal planning, uh, how important that was not only to, you know, athletic performance when I was uh, kind of competing and lifting, but also just everyday health. Um, Mm. You know, as I was diving into uh, all the different, uh, you know, all the different career possibilities in nutrition. And that's, that's one of the, the great things about in the nutrition field. I think a lot of times, we think it's only, you know, kind of one thing. You can work in a hospital or you can, you know, work in, um, you know, work in uh, food, you know, food service management, but uh, it's just so vast. And I think that's one of the things that really got at, got to me about, you know, like, how you can just manipulate things that, we, you know, we take for granted. And I think we, a lot of times we think take food and uh, our nutrition for granted. And there's so many things that we can do with it to uh, assist us in competition and also uh, look at our health. And uh, it was, it's just really... Uh, fascinating to me. I really um, appreciate the fact that uh, you know, it's, it's a pretty hardcore science, yeah. And I just really enjoyed it, and you know, just kind of you know, through my career, just you know, continued on. And I think as I've progressed out of the the competition realm of uh, nutrition and athletic performance, mm-hmm. just how just the in, the enjoyment that I've uh, gotten, just trying to make a difference, you know, trying to find different, um, you know 
practices and theories with nutrition and help individuals with health. And that's kind of how my career has evolved into, into being a professor. Oh, that's awesome. And, and I love how you, uh, you know, you get to work with people and you've been able to kind of take what you've learned and what you've researched and what you've studied and, and kind of merge and been able to merge all of that into just your everyday uh, profession, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. So I have a, a, a interesting question for you. So, I mean, I think, you know, when it comes to eating healthy and wanting to eat healthy, we all know that that's something, you know, we should be inclined to do or be encouraged to do. But for some of us, we find it extremely hard. Um, why, in your opinion, why do you think it is so, why eating healthy is so hard for us to do, especially when in some instances, most, many of us uh, may be educated beyond what our actions reflect? Yeah, so Nash, I think that's kind of a, a two-part um, two parts to this question that you have here. It's a really good question. You know, why is it you know, just so hard to, to eat healthy? Um, you know, it, it is a, it's a pretty loaded question uh, because I think, I think, I think when we look at it, healthy means a lot of different things to different people. Um, oh, that's good. And, and I think that when you look at, you know, person A over here versus person B, the needs for person A is going to be different than the needs for, for person B. Now, now we all have the, the innate needs um, that are kind of met with our uh, dietary guidelines and recommendations. Um, but I, I think we, we need to get into the fact that we need to, you know, the, the healthy piece needs, needs, needs to say that we need to be nourished, you know, and where we need to make sure that we have the nutrients every day in order for us to be physiologically uh, healthy and to, to be nourished, right? You know, that's kind mm-hmm. of the, but, but, you know, this person over here that's, you know, participating in a lot of physical activity or has a higher demand, a demanding job, mm-hmm. uh, they're healthy is going to look a little differently than this individual over here that may have more of a desk job that's not very physically uh, active. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where we get into the healthy. And I think that's where you get into the, the educated piece of it. And, um, you know, nothing to influencers out there. And I think influencers are great for individuals, but Mm. I think when we get into the education of nutrition, um, it's, it's one of those things I think we're in the world that, uh, everybody is an expert and, (laughs) um, and, and really, and it's, it's nothing to individuals that have found success doing what they have done. But everybody is so unique and everybody is so individualized. And, and that's where you get into individuals that are, that are experts, that are credentialed, that, that have had, you know, six or seven years of nutrition education that, that are in the sciences, that are in the research currently and every day. Those are the individuals that, in, you know, people should turn to. And uh, just, just because what worked for me, uh, it, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you, Nash. Um, right. Right, and especially especially when we get into like chronic disease and weight loss, which I, I know we'll probably talk about uh, through this uh, session today. But mm-hmm. uh, again, I think I think that's where we need to really be better consumers of the information that we find online or mm-hmm. we, we find on. Um, so I, I think that's kind of the education piece. And uh, again, we we can be highly educated, but it's uh, you know uh, it's it's kind of like you know going to YouTube to fix your your, your hybrid car, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, <yeah. laughs> you know, yeah, there's, there's a lot of experts that can fix a Tesla on, uh, on, on YouTube, but mm-hmm. when it goes down to it, you know, why are you going to try to 
fix a eighty thousand dollar car yourself. And yeah. it's kind of the same thing with nutrition. And I think going to someone that really understands physiologically and metabolically what is what is happening in, in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there are some things that are out there that, in, in my opinion, can be can be dangerous and mm-hmm. can actually lead you to more adverse effects than healthy effects. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in my world and what I teach my students and what we do research on is actually, you know, evidence-based. Um, or we, we're actually trying to test the evidence uh, to add to the to literature out there to, to help individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, it, it, it gets, so why is it so hard? I mean, one thing is there's just way too much information out there mm-hmm. that is, that is not, the, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I, I really feel, I actually feel, I feel for individuals that, um, that that's where they have to go for their information because mm-hmm. it's, it's just, I mean, you know, you, you look up any kind of website or, I mean, you go on any kind of search engine and, and mm-hmm. you know, go to the health place and there's probably like 10 different things about nutrition. One, yeah. you know, one, one says, you know, uh, fats are bad. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. You know, this is one source and another source says carbohydrates are bad. Mm-hmm. All right. So w- what is it? I mean, you gotta, you gotta have one of those, right. Yeah. To, for energy. Um, yeah. and so I, I think there's just, it's just so flooded with misinformation mm-hmm. and these so-called so-called experts that, that are out there, and, and I think for for individuals that um, that do not have a nutrition background, I I think it's very difficult, and it, it would be really. I mean, I mean, sometimes it's even difficult to me. You know, you're looking mm-hmm. at this, wow. especially if you if you're a documentary person. There's so <laughs> many documentaries out there that yeah. says you got to eat this way, you got to eat this mm-hmm. way, and they're very convincing. And, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think individuals need to realize with documentaries is they're so convincing their job is to to sell an idea mm. and it is a very biased uh, idea and uh, but again they're very convincing yeah. so again the flood the information out there is um and i think individuals have to realize um even scientists mm. we you know unfortunately nutrition is a very very young science um mm. i mean food food has been around since you know um, the Garden of Eden, uh-huh. and but it's it's a it's a very young science of what food actually its role in our body, um, and it's you know it's it's uh, it's ever changing. It's right? ever evolving, um, yeah. And and I think that's so. It's so. I mean, okay. Like I'm 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 lo- I'm listening to you now, and it's like wow. Part of the issue with just people being willing to you know make sound conscious decisions is just that we're just living in an, an age and in, in where people is, are just overwhelmed with information all saying the same thing but in different ways or maybe they're all saying different things in the same way and it just brings us confusion and people just want to mm-hmm. give up you know and they're just like well then what do i do um so you know say someone is you know they, they've they've checked with this source they've checked with that source they've checked with this source i mean what where where would they find themselves finding good sound information you know when it comes to wanting to eat healthy and be healthy uh, what what have you found in your experience or in your research that has um, has been a really good tool for uh, individuals to seek out and use so obviously you know going to a nutrition professional somebody that mm. has gone through school that has that it, that has a code of ethics and a mm. scope of practice 
and 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 you know this nutrition expert is a registered dietitian. That's that's kind of the, the hierarchy. Now there mm-hmm. are some uh, other um, you know other certifications and credentials of that, but if you're looking for a registered dietitian nutritionist, that is the, the first place. Uh, that that you should go. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you're the type of person that you know you, you don't want to you know seek out the other you know other people's help, those type of things. When you're reading articles and stuff, you know make make sure that it actually has um, references in it, and mm-hmm. make sure that it has peer peer reviewed references. It's not just and just because it's a physician or just because it's um, you know the celebrity or you know whatever. Uh, you know, make sure that it's, you know, it's got references. And, and I think, you know, um, one of the things that I always tell my students is that when we, when you go to purchase a car, if you're going to make a really large purchase, right? Yeah. You know, whether you're you know, purchasing a house, a car, a TV, you know, iPhone, whatever, think about all the time you spend researching it, right? Mm. You know, okay, what kind of engine does it have? What gas oh, does good. it have? You know, what's the, what's the transmission? You know, what's the fuel economy? I mean, you, you sit there and you just break it down. But when it comes to what we put in our body every single day, we just take everybody's word for it. And, um, and, and I think, I think we need to, we, we need to be better consumers of what we consume. And so, I mean, it's, it's good to ask questions. I think it's good to ask questions for dietitians good ask questions for physicians and, and I think but when you're going out and searching that information you need to make sure that there's you know there's evidence behind it and it's mm. not just this one article this one article that was way off in left field because even the scientists get it wrong mm. and so we got to make sure that, that what we're promoting and, and that's where you get into the credentials right the registered yeah. dietitian is that yeah that you know what we yeah you know what we give through medical nutrition therapy and through our counseling sessions um, is is evidence based, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we we don't go off in the left. You know, we don't go off in the right field. Mm-hmm. We provide things that are evidence based, and uh, we, you know, as a consumer, you know, you need to make sure don't just you go know the take first the first thing. thing yeah, you know, make sure that you <laughs> make you know if, if you're if you're planning a different meal plan or uh, even if you're you know one that you know has to have like a, a name attached to it, a diet. Make sure you're researching it. You know, just mm-hmm. don't take you know, uh, this person that is on YouTube that it worked for them. Um, yeah. You know, make sure that you do your evidence and due diligence. Cause we do that with a lot of other things. You know, yeah. why, why won't we do that with, with what we, what we consume? That's um, so good. And, uh, yeah. That's so good. And I think that's, I mean, that just needed to be said and really uh, just absorbed because, um, you're so right. I mean, we, we do it in every other area, or at least I would say the areas in which we find to be very important or to be big ticket areas, um, our mm-hmm. bodies should be in that same exact category. So uh, thank you yeah. for, for just elevating that, that, that perspective. So when looking, I at mean, what, 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 what uh, sorry, no, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say what, what, what's a bigger ticket item than your body, right? Uh, to, your to see Mariah Carey but, in concert, right? Mariah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but <laughs> have you gotten through her book yet? Have you gotten through way through her book yet? I haven't gotten all the way through yet, but I, I, I'm making my way through it and I'm learning a lot more about her in a very, in a very funny way, but she hasn't mentioned anything about diet yet. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see if maybe something in our conversation encourages her to come on the show. But when we're looking at 
like what we put in our bodies and and we're looking at uh, just the overall picture of, you know, optimal wellness and health Uh, for you. Would you say, because, you know, I'm I'm going back to what you're saying, you know, when, when we're looking at what we put in our bodies, we need to we need to elevate, you know, our, our, our research and our scrutiny and, and just, you know, just the standard we hold with what we, with what we are consuming uh, as it relates to the, the suggestive information that is out there about what we put in our bodies. So for you, would you say that the diet that we consume, is that a domino effect for thriving in life, like being the baseline for, you know, just how everything is propelled and, 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 and moving forward with wellness, or is the diet just a contributing agent to a larger domino in the lives that we lead? Well, you know, I, I think the domino word is kind of interesting with this question and, and also the diet. I, I think when you get very comfortable with, with food, I, I don't really like using the word diet. You know, what, what I think, uh, I think diet is kind of a four letter word. Mm. And I think it, when I think of a diet, it's something you get on and off. And okay. I, I think, you know, what, what we're hoping is you get to the point where you've done your research, you've done your due diligence and, mm. and you do your research on yourself, right? Mm. You know, mm. you, you need to know, you need to know because again, person A and person B is, is, is totally different, right? Yeah. You know, it's just like, you may have brown eyes. I have hazel mm-hmm. eyes. You mm-hmm. may have, you know, blonde hair. I may have, mm-hmm. you know, black hair. Right? You know, our, our bodies are. All, you know, again, I we have the same genetic makeup. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you love to have hair, right? I love to have hair. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I wish I was. I wish I wasn't losing mine, but you know, it's okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's just like you know, we all have the same premise of the genetic makeup, but mm-hmm. you know how 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 all that fits together is totally different, and it's the same way. You know, you you can consume a food that you're fine with. Mm-hmm. But for me, it could actually have more of like an inflammatory property where mm-hmm. it caused me a little bit of bloating and, and, and just discomfort. Mm-hmm. And, and when you have discomfort, you, you don't feel well. And that's kind of part of that domino effect. And, and I mm-hmm. think that's part of, that's part of, you know, spending that time and understanding and researching what foods is, is best for you. And, mm-hmm. you know, when, and it's kind of a difference. It's one of those interesting, when you work with athletes, especially, you know, higher, higher level athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're, they're pretty much, you, you tell them that you'll, you know, they're going to be, you know, a second faster. If they do this, they'll, they'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but, uh, but when we're, we're trying to work with them is they do a really good job of understanding what, what is best for their body, mm-hmm. uh, especially mm-hmm. as a, as a performance. Now it may not be, you know, I, I put best in quotation marks because sometimes it can be, you know, not the best thing for them, mm-hmm. um, especially like, you know, cutting weight and those types of things. But, um, you know, and this, but I think, I think we need to really understand what fuels our body. You know, some people, mm-hmm. they can, they can eat it late at night. Some people, if they, they eat late at night, they have really, you know, they have nightmares, right? They, they don't get oh, in wow. that sound type of sleep pattern. So mm-hmm. that, that's just part of it. That's just part of researching your body and understanding you know, what food you can eat, and what food you can't eat. But mm-hmm. I mean, for me, that, that's when you get into that, you know, that happy space, you know, that, that space, it really becomes, you know, a meal plan, a meal pattern. And, mm-hmm. okay. uh, but it, it, that's the hard part. I think where people just, they, they don't take the time to really understand what that looks like for them. They, they want this person over here, YouTube or this book to mm. tell them what to do. Mm. And I think that, I think that's just a society of us just, 
you know, I mean, I don't want to offend anybody, but it's just kind of us being lazy, right? You know, mm. it's just, because, because we spend so much time doing, you know, researching all this other stuff. But when, when it comes to our health, I don't think, I think we're very lazy about mm. things that, um, that we can do to, to, help, to promote, uh, you know, a, a really good health for us. So, yeah. so for me, to be too honest, mm-hmm. when you look at the domino effect of, whether you're going, you know, you're feeling good in life or feeling bad in life, mm-hmm. you know, food is a major, major component to that. And I, I know we're going to talk about it for behaviors mm-hmm. a little bit, but I mean, it, it, it's just like, we're so, I mean, I mean, we have to have food. Yeah. Like we, we there's nothing else in life that we have to have, mm. but, but in order to survive, you have to have food to survive well Mm-hmm. You have to have nourishment, mm-hmm. and, and I'll, I'll lump water in that as well with food. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to have that. We yeah. don't have to have TV. We don't have to have a, you know, we we have to have food, and so so it does has a major domino effect. Whether you know the dominoes are being stood up, right, or mm-hmm. they're falling down, you know, it, it, it's just uh, it, again, it, it is it, it's a major domino effect. But I think you're trying to find, try to get yourself in that you know, that happy place of, mm-hmm. and, and the relationship with food and, and knowing your body and knowing how you react to different food. You know, like, like for me, like, you know, I, I can eat flaxseed powder, but I can't mm-hmm. eat flaxseed. Right. Oh, so if okay. I have anything with flax, so, so it's just like that, that's no my body, but I know some people that, you know, they can eat flaxseed all day seed. long. So. I have flaxseed every day in the morning with oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, but bit, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, is it ground or is it actually seeds? Oh, it's the ground. It's ground. See, the, see that's me. So, but again, everybody is so different. Oh, like okay. our GI tract and our, yeah. our, you know, our microbiome is so different. Um, mm. It's just, uh, you, you have to find, you know, that's where you get into that meal plan and meal mm. pattern of, pattern. okay, this I is. I like this that. Is, I like this. that meal pattern. I like that. Is the definition of that just something that we, we adopt and not, not, not necessarily something that we're on? Mm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no power, you know, no pattern, no, you know, no planning. It's, it's just you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's what, mm-hmm. so, so, I mean, you know, another example is, um, some people, you know, they can have the recommended allotment of sodium, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they can, you know, maybe have a little bit of soup, they can have some chips and those types of things and it doesn't affect them. You know, then we have other people that they look at a bag of chips and they swell up, you know, they retain water. Right. Mm. And so, so, so knowing how your body reacts to this type of stuff. And again, you know, knowing how your body re- reacts when you have, when you participate in physical activity, when you have stress, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's when, that's when you get into this pattern of where you know yourself and, and you know your food. And I, mm. I think you, you can get comfortable within that where you may not, you know, stress eat, um, mm. you know, which I know we're going to talk about here in a little bit, but yeah. you know, you may not stress eat or, you know, like, oh, wow, I can't. You know, I'm going to go you know, work out. I'm going to go walk. I'm going to run. I'm going to lift. I can't eat. You know, I can't eat a meal 30 minutes before I work out. I got to eat an hour beforehand. Uh-huh. Some people, after they work out, they can't uh, consume any food. So it, mm. it's just like knowing your body and knowing how your body reacts because we're all different. And, knowing yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, then, and that's where I get into this meal pattern is that, mm. you know, when you know yourself, but, but you have to put that reset that resource and that research in yourself mm. and, and it takes time and it takes time because just like 
you know, our bodies and our hair, it changes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it uh, it's, it's, it's ever evolving and, you know, you just got to make sure that you take time about it and mm-hmm. experience new things and know things that work and things that, that don't, that doesn't work. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it's difficult. It, it takes time. And, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, they would rather spend their time researching a car and instead of researching yourself. And, and again, it's just, yeah. And that's just our society, you know, it's yeah. just the way our society. I think it is. And, and, and going back to what you said earlier, I don't, um, I, I, I would hope no one's offended by saying lazy. I think it, a lot of it too, you know, just being in this information overload day and age that we live in, we also have this instant gratification that we just want, you know, we want that quick answer that I don't have to read and dive and all of that into because we just want it now, got to have it now and move on. I'm just thinking about myself like, wow, I should have the investment of what works for my body and understanding patterns. And last week on the show, we were talking about self-care, this being a, you know, a component of self-care, investing in myself and knowing what works for my body. But I don't know if I have, uh, you know, I, I know I've fallen short in a number of, of, of times when knowing myself or understanding what works for my body in, in different times. So that's just been a great perspective so far that you've added here to the show. And that is where we're going to leave things for this week. I want to thank my guest today, Dr. J, for joining me here on the show. And I'm so happy that he's going to be resuming this conversation with us next week. So until we resume, then remember to keep unboxing your life one blank space at a time, living undaunted, knowing you're unbreakable and embracing the reality that you're simply a treasure that's unfinished because you've been redeemed, restored and reclaimed. That's a fact. Life is always best lived outside the box. Stay free, my friend, and we'll continue this conversation next week.